0: So we are going to get direct to the reading of the word. And uh, we are going to read from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 24 and verse 25. My topic says here, the wise and the foolish builders. I begin. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25 the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. And that's the reading of the word of God. So join me in welcoming Reverend Tyreen as she comes to share the word with us. chungaji. Let's pray for our reverend. Thank you for Reverend Tyreen as she shares the word with us. I pray that the Holy Spirit is going to be with her, and she's going to speak your word that is going to transform our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. If there is a season that we've upheld hygiene, is this season. Praise the Lord.
1: Buona Sifime. Are you happy that you're in the house of the Lord? Amen, amen. I'm glad that this morning I am in the house of the Lord. Um. Our reading has been read from Matthew chapter 7, 25, 24 and 25. And one of the things that amazed me this morning is that we have the sermon already preached. Our sermon today has already been preached through the singing. And I want to really thank you, worship team, for the beautiful choice of song. As always, you always do it. And I think we should just be listening to the songs, do the prayers and go home. It's an easier way for us, (laughs) Pastor Emmanuel, the night that you prepare the sermon, the whole night. (laughs) Yes, yes, but we want to thank God uh, for such a beautiful day. Now, this has been emphasized here again and again that November is our family month. And uh, as we focus on family this month, I pray that families will experience the move of the Lord. Praise be to God. I really want us to to really come down to our own personal families. My desire and my prayer that we cannot spend a whole month looking at families and seeking the Lord concerning families, and then at the end of it, it was just another someone. I hope it is never another someone. That the word of God will be very transformative to you as a person, to you as a family member, to you as a family. As we sit here today, that we will always have a take home, something that we can say, this is what the Lord has done for me and for my family. And this is not just to you, but also to me. Because as we do this, the Lord is speaking to us, uh, to all of us. And we want to experience the Lord. My prayer is that in Nairobi Baptist, because this is what is happening across the assemblies, we are doing the same topics this month. And if you go to Ngongrod now, they are preaching from Matthew 7, 24, 25. And they are looking at the topic on the farm foundation. My desire and my prayer is that there will be an awakening in our homes, that there will be a revival in the families of this nation, because that is the core that holds us together. It is in our families that values are set, values that will inform our functionality out there in the society, out there in the nation. And so uh, just to emphasize a bit, uh, November, as Pastor Emmanuel said, on 26 to twenty-nine. We will have the family convention. It will be a hybrid, both in person and, uh, and virtual uh, on our, our online platforms. And we will have Bishop J.B. Masinde speaking to us on the shifting grounds. Because we realize that it is not the same. We, there are things that are shaking the foundations of families. Grounds are shifting in our homes. And sometimes we are caught unawares and we are left wondering how to function in the, in, in the, the new normal, in the times of today. And we have, we have had families wrecked, families dysfunctional because of the things that are happening in our society. And so this is a moment where I'm actually asking us, To just be at a place of surrender. Praise be to God. And ask the Lord, would you just come and attend to me as a person. You are the sure foundation. The song we sang before Jesus at the center. You are the sure foundation. You know, he is the sure foundation. So today we look at a conclusion of a huge sermon. When you read from from chapter 5 of Matthew it is the sermon on the mount and we every time we talk about the sermon on the mount the, the the scripture that come to mind are the beatitudes blessed are those blessed are those and we leave it there but christ continues with the whole sermon and actually in the verses that have been read today he is bringing to conclusion that sermon on the mount we see Christ's teaching, in addition to the Beatitudes, other very key teaching that would lay the foundation of a life of a believer. Clearly bringing out the need to completely transform, the need for us to, ha- to experience a complete transformation on how we do life. As an individual, how do I do life as a believer? How do I live my life? And Christ has laid down the foundation, but also communally, because we do not exist in a vacuum. We exist with people. We exist around families. Children belong there. Parents are there. You are there as a sibling. How do I coexist with others? And we see Christ just laying out that foundation for us. We see him actually raising the standards, you know, when he's talking about divorce, you think he will a bit lower the standard so that it is easy for us. But you see him raising the standard. You see him raising the standard on issues of adultery. You, we see Christ addressing us as the salt and the light of the world. And almost telling us that I desire you to function different. If you have been called by my name. If you claim to be a child of God. I desire that you function Different from the world. And you know, when we, when we were growing up, uh, there used to be a song that we used to sing uh, that talked about a believer being a letter that can be read out there. Praise be to God. And let me tell you sometimes, I put myself in a place where I ask. You know, I question, I examine myself. To just know that if someone else is reading me out there, will they be able to read Christ? And when we interact with the young people, last week I was talking to two girls, uh, girls I mentor. And they were telling me, Let me tell you, phrases like those, they crush me completely. And so I was beginning to tell them, for us to make a change, let it begin with you and me. Let it begin with you changing to be that person that you want to be known as a believer. Why should we be known as here and uh, not here or or, or there? And so Christ raised up the standards for us on calling us to be the light of the world, on issues of the law, on how to handle anger. Before you reach the courts, I need you to sort out the issues first. On issues of lust and divorce, the oaths, the retaliations. You know, loving your enemies, uh, one of the things we've talked about so eagerly, on giving prayer and fasting heavenly treasures, where do you keep them? Where do you keep your treasures? Uh, anxiety, we were addressing the whole issue of anxiety just previous, uh, the previous series. Uh, judging others, issues of divorce, as I said, and many, many others. And now he concludes it with what we are looking at uh, today. And so as we look at families this month, the important question that we should ask ourselves is, have we laid down the right foundations for our families? How can we farm them? You know, how can we farm them? And so therefore, uh, today I want us to look at three points. Number one, it is the strength of our foundation because our topic today is on the farm foundation. So, how strong is our foundation? So, the strength of, of the foundation, the seasons, the season of our, our families, our, our families, and then the state of the builder. Are we together? Praise be to God. Buana Asifiwa, The strength of the family, of the foundation. The strength of the foundation. If you are not so new. To the construction industry in kenya you could be aware how creative we have become over the years you know you walk around the city and you see this beautiful architecture beautiful buildings that have been erected in our cities around here when we came here this across the river used to be blank completely blank but right now you you see the amazing beautiful houses that are on this other side. And we acknowledge the work of the architects and every other person, the civil engineer and the construction uh, body, even the, the fundi who is laying the bricks together the, and, and, and just putting everything together. And we say, wow, we thank God for such giftings. But again again, in the same same country, we have... Experienced, we have had sad experiences of lives uh, being lost um, in schools building coming down where there was bad foundation and people cutting shortcuts, and we have had children lose their lives. We have had old women and uh, young and old lose their lives and their property and resources because of bad architecture or people who just decide to take shortcuts. We have experienced this, and we have seen this in our nation. People rendered homeless because of bad buildings, wrong choice of sites. You know, people building uh, building at the airports or river paths, and the government has to do away with the buildings. And having ghost malls, you know, we are just building malls everywhere, and some are not even getting the businesses uh, for one reason or another. And you think about critically and you wonder why, why do we have such things happening in our nation? Brothers and sisters, the strength of our foundation, as the scripture tells us, is informed more by the choice of where we build and how we build. The whole summer, sand around the sea of galilee tend to harden the ground you know by the sea if you understand the topography of that area as jesus is pointing out on the scripture today you know if you are not wise you will think it is hard enough to hold your your house and so he says the wise builder will have to go deep uh, to dig deeper uh, to the sea rock for them to be able to begin to raise a foundation. The strength of our foundation is informed on how, uh, will, will inform how far or how higher you will go. And so when we are laying our foundation, and now we are looking at family foundation, the choice of the, uh, of the site That you choose to lay this foundation or that you choose to go so that you can lay this foundation is very important. How you begin it all when it is family, how you start the whole journey, it is very key. And looking back, we know we can identify mistakes that we could have made when we were laying foundation for our families today. But also as we look at the choice of the site and how we lay the foundation, it is also important for us to know that how we do it will inform how high we can go. Because for you to do one story over another, it is, it is informed by how firm your foundation is. And we have seen... And experienced families, even some of the families that we come from, that the foundations were not strong. And so when added responsibilities came along, when sicknesses and diseases came along, when issues or misunderstanding came along, we could not stand. And the whole family just went in shambles. We experienced a, a shipwreck. And we don't see eye to eye with our siblings, we don't talk to our parents, we don't do things together anymore because something was amiss somewhere. Something was amiss somewhere. The strength of our foundation also gives security and reliance, it gives security and reliance. If I put you in a building and you are not sure how firm the building is and I am hiring it, I'm renting it out to you, you will be there but you are not there. And I remember when uh, we, our earlier years of marriage, when we, actually our first year on marriage, first year, first month, you know we wanted to move into the, you know a place that could accommodate these newlyweds and all that. And we were looking for a place and we couldn't find and finally, we found a place on Jogorod, our first place we lived together in, in Jogorod. And so after our wedding, we moved there and, 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 and we, I go to the salon and we begin to hear stories that the building we were living on was sinking, you know? There was a story that the building was sinking. And so when you come home, you begin to assess. And you know, because your mind has already been informed, you begin to see the reality of the building sinking. Oh, for those who are watching us from the UK and US, yes. You know, you feel like the building is surely sinking. And I remember we could come home with my husband and I light from a matatu from afar to just check. If the building is still there, you know, it was just an apartment, but we could just stand there and check to see if the building was still there. Let me tell you, the worst thing is at night when you're sleeping and your neighbors upstairs are making noise and you think the building is coming down. It was chaotic and we couldn't stay more than a month there. And we just began to look for a place to move because we did not feel secure. In that building. And so when we are laying the foundations of our families, as the Lord is blessing us with children, as the Lord is blessing us with our parents and our siblings, we need to be, sh- be in a space where they will feel, I will feel, you will feel secure around your families. The reality is that we are in a society where yeah, sometimes it is not secure to go home. Very sad. Because we have seen the things that are happening in our families today. Our families are supposed to be a safe heaven where when you are tired and beaten by the world and you feel you need to run to somewhere, you will run to a place where you will find comfort. But then if that place is not secure, it is not a a reliable space for you, it is not a space where you can be you and nobody is judging you, then something... Is wrong somewhere. And that's why today, as we look at the scripture, we are asking the Lord to come and reform it if there is a need to reform it, so that we can set our foundation on Him and have the firm foundation that will hold us and we feel safe with our families. We have seen, even when people separate, dirty secrets come out and you wonder, I thought I was safe with you. For the 20 something years that we were together, I thought I was safe with you. But then we see people stand out now and there, and these are Christian. And today I am addressing Christians because we find ourselves doing those things just as the world is doing it. We find ourselves blackmailing each other just as the world is doing it. Yet we claim to be children of God, filled by the Holy Spirit where our children don't feel safe to come home because it is so chaotic for them and they just want to go away. You know, I took my kids uh, to their grandparents. I know the staff team know this very well. I thought they would go for a week. And I went back for them after a week and they said, we are not coming back home. (laughs) And the second week, we are not coming back home. And we began to question ourselves with my husband. We were like, what is wrong with our children that they do not want to come back home? And we kept on interrogating because we were wondering, is it how we parent them? Is it that we are, we are not a safe ground for them? What is happening with our children? And so the, the third time, and this is the third week when I went for them, and I had a conversation. Actually, we made it a prayer item. And I was asking the staff team, please pray for my children to come back home. And, 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 and when I went and I asked them, why? They said, mom, you know, this season of corona have just locked us inside. I'm like, ah, okay. At, at least that is a safer excuse. <laughs> it's, it's a more understandable. They would, if they had given another one, we would have been very scared as parents, thinking we are not raising Okay, it's not a good way because we we've been very strict with them going out and mingling with other children. And they can see their friends playing. And they want to do so, but they are not doing so because we tell them, Corona, Corona, you know this. And so we we kept them inside for so long that they were so fed up with our house. So when they came back, actually, after the prayer, prayer do miracles, Kevin is here and he can attest to that. Actually, the, we prayed on on Tuesday and they came back on. Thursday. And so after they came, they came hugging. You know the way they hug the fridge. They hug, oh, I had missed my... And I'm like, this is a good sad. But again, it taught us as parents that we needed to do something because our home, the children didn't feel that it is accommodative for them to just be free and run around and be themselves. And so that should put us... If your home is not safe... For your spouse, for your wife, for your children, for your siblings, for your parents, then it's a place where we begin to question and wonder, what is happening? I read a story of a, a famous uh, secular artist who, after 10 years of marriage, she was quitting marriage because of bad relationship with the in-laws. I leave that to you to digest. You can imagine how far and how much that was for for her, to be able to make that decision. Now, believers of Christ Jesus do not have an in-between when it comes to laying our foundation. Our foundation is in Christ Jesus. He alone is our foundation. We know what we uh, we know what have happened when we have not made Him the pillar or the foundation of our home. Some of us have experienced this, I have said, our families wrecking, building, collapsing, and I'm, I'm talking about families collapsing, and the divisions that have left bitterness and, 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 and left us in a very bad space and bad test for our family members. Our families are only as strong as our foundation. This is a journey, to, uh, a journey directing each and every family to experience their, their destiny. In this way, we are steering path, not only for ourselves, but even for the generations to come. When that is clear to us, when that is clear, then it means we have already chosen a side, chosen a side, and this is the side of Christ. We are already erecting the godly altars in our family, as we talked about in our prayer service uh, on, on Friday. We are already declaring war against the enemy. And he will not be happy. I'm I'm not saying angles will not be there. He will not be happy because you've chosen Christ to be your foundation. You have left him. So it it is not going to be well with you. Your house can look all glamour and beautiful. And I'm talking about families. When we step out, we try to put up a face and try to look okay. And Satan can supply us with all the materials we need to hide the pain that we have. You know, he will even, when we do not have this discerning of the Holy Spirit, he will supply us with everything that we need to try and glamour our house. The pride, the status, the wealth that we have. We will use the resources within us to try and hide the pains that we are going through in our families. The pain and the real issues that are tearing us apart. And we see Judas belonging to the family of the 12 disciples. Slowly, slowly you see him pulling apart, trying to look good and cool and with others... But deep within, he was struggling with issues of money and faithfulness. And, 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 and he didn't like how these other people were doing these things. And he hid that just long enough to that time when he, uh, he couldn't hide it any anymore. And he gave it up all. All that he had been carrying for all the three years by betraying Jesus just for a few cents. This, brothers and sisters, calls us to patience. Lazima As we lay the foundations, it is not going to be easy. As we try to restructure, as we look at our families, it is going to be painful because I know there are areas we do not want to touch. No, don't touch there, pastor. That one in Akwangatu safe ground, we leave it there. We don't discuss about it. The- But the Lord is calling us to just trust the process. It is not going to be easy because we are not having makeshift home. It is not a quick fix, but we want to lay firm foundations on the Lord. It requires digging and going deeper. And I don't know how this, your sight, how it looks like. You may need to go deeper and still grabs for oxygen. And you are asking for this tool, but they are giving you a different tool. But you need to go deeper. You need to let go as you remove the suns and the things that you do not, you do not require. Some of your, uh, uh, your character issues that you are struggling with, some habits, you are letting them go as you go deeper. And allow the Lord to go with you. So that we can set the foundations for our families. Praise be to God. It is going to be costly. Just like salvation. We work on it with fear and trembling. We will have dark seasons. And we will be looking at that very briefly. Your house A strong foundation comes from ultimate reliance on God. It comes from waiting to hear him and to obey him, seeking to know him and to know his desires for our families, yearning for him and living a righteous life, fleeing from the Satan and constantly being at the feet of Jesus. The safety of a house is in laying the foundations of our families in Christ. And that is what verse 24 is telling us. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them in practice is like the wise man who builds his house in the rock. So we hear and we put them in practice and that comes with obedience. The seasons of our families. Now that we have all agreed that we can only lay our foundation on Christ. The second thing that I want us to look at is the different seasons that every family faces or the different faces that come that we experience in our families. This is like understanding war before engaging in warfare. And for us believers, the Bible in Ephesians 6.10 is calling us to to put on the full armor of God. We are many times defeated because we do not understand the intensity and the severity of our warfares. We think Christianity as a conflict-free or battle-free. And sometimes it could be because of how the gospel was shared to you. You know, come to Jesus and everything will be fine. Yes, it will be fine. But the second bit of it, Jesus says, I send you out as sheep among the wolves. <laughs> I send you out there, in the world there will be trouble. And I will need you to persevere. And so as I said, even as we lay the foundations of our families, we need to understand the seasons, the different seasons that will come. This this lack of understanding has completely wrecked families, as I said earlier, and not knowing how to deal with them, has caused anguish and devastation. Some have given up. Some just exist, you know, because I can't quit or because I am here because of the children. They are just there because they cannot leave. You don't see eye to eye with your siblings or parents or spouses or in-laws or relationships around your life. You can name them. We have become so empty that our conscience is dead and we are on the wrong, but we can't tell that we are on the wrong. This confusion is with Christians of every level. It is even with pastors and bishops and those who have been in Christianity for long. When we do not understand the times and the season, we mix issues and we fight wrong battles. We do not know how to engage in the spiritual warfare. We do not know how to go and attack and pray for our children. Because at that time you are fighting your in-law who has gone to the Mchawi. And yet, it's an issue concerning a struggle that your children are facing, or your spouse, or your parents, or whoever is in your life. And so sometimes we tend to think that warfare to us as believers, or the struggles that we go through, just mean that God has left us. Brothers and sisters, when the foundation is right, it is unshakable. We need to stand strong. I read about a pastor who recently shared after going through a struggle with faithfulness in marriage. And he came out clean and admitted and apologized to the church as much as he was laid off. And even those who believed in him. And he said that for a very long time I have been leading out of an empty place. And when you lead from an empty place, you make choices that have real consequences. And so sometimes we are just empty. And we are just making decisions going. And those decisions are bringing consequences that are not right into the relationships in in our lives. And so the Bible today is telling us that yes, we will have a firm foundation. But then seasons will come when it will rain so hard that when the the rain will come on your family, the streams will rise. The winds will not only blow, but it will beat up against your family. But then we see hope when he says, but you will not fall. Praise be to God. Because of our foundation, he says, when those seasons come, when you're not seeing eye to eye, when finances have gone down, when you're devastated because of sicknesses and diseases, some are hereditary, he says, even then, you will not fall down. There is hope. If you can picture with me, Christ sleeping in a boat that is swaying so hard in the middle of a storm. And that is what Christ wants us to understand today. He is inviting us to have rest with him. Forgive my voice, I'm losing it. He is inviting us to have rest with him. But yet again, if you are in a place where you feel you need to wake him up, And ask him to come and rescue you. And ask him to come and rescue your family. And ask him to come and come to the storm. Then you are invited to be in that place. To call on him. Because he he wants you to find rest with him in the middle of the storm. So brothers and sisters, what is your season? What is your season? You know, summer, when it is hot and scorching sun and it is not not nice and you want to stay a bit on the inside. Or when it's winter and too cold and you're so cold on each other and it is not okay at home, it's so freezy and it is not nice. Then things turn around and fall comes and we are harvesting and thanking God and celebrating his goodness in our families. And we are ready to harvest and feed and eat Then you celebrate the Lord. And then when spring comes and there is new life springing out of our families, then we rejoice. So when it is summer, you are not fighting for spring things. When it is winter, you are not trying trying to plant. When you know for sure that it's not going to grow. I know we don't experience such seasons in Africa, but it gives you a picture of what I am talking about. And the Lord says, I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Because through the seasons of your family, I will be with you. Praise be to God. And so we do that because he says, I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Then finally, we look at the state of the builder. And this is you. And I say the state of the builder because when we look at the family, when the foundation is not right, we tend to do the blame game. It is you. We put our defense mechanism up and we do not want to address the real issues. What is your status? You know, we are on WhatsApp, most of us, and we are always updating our status. What is your status when we come to family and laying the foundation? How have you contributed? to the laying of the foundation or are you the one who is shaking them? Yes, our family foundation should be laid in in Christ. We have agreed yes, we need to understand that there are different seasons spiritually and we need to prepare for them. Yet again, we need to understand that every individual member of a family is a contributor to how firm this family block will stand. Some of us I've had to carry some of our family members who are not strong enough or have not found a way over the years. We have been required to stand in the gap for them, and we've been doing so so faithfully over the years. Some of our family members are completely not okay, and the responsibility seems so heavy on you. This is not putting yourself in a position of holier than thou. You know, I am the one who is sane in this family, and so I set the decisions. It is not putting you in a place where you think you've gotten it right and you are the savior, the superman. I have come to save this family. It is for this reason that Christ described the builder as a very wise person. For us, we need to ask for wisdom from God. Wisdom in how we address issues matters family, so that we may be able to address them well as believers who have been granted wisdom by the Lord. Wisdom is a trait we cannot leave behind as we seek to emulate Christ and leave him out in our families. This way we look, we will know that for us to be strong when we are carrying others on our backs, we must be constantly at the feet of jesus wisdom will show us our weaknesses we acknowledge that we are also very weak and paul says in second corinthians twelve ten b that when i am weak i am strong just the ability of acknowledging that i am weak that is strength enough wisdom will direct us to know that the strength that we have is not of our own, but there is a stronger person whom we have laid our foundation on, and this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it is only in him that we can find refuge. As much as Satan seem to be tormenting us, his time will come. He will bring those seasons, waves of darkness, diseases, financial issues. He will bring those waves, and he seems to be doing good, in what he's doing to us, tearing us apart. But we need to stand firm because his time will come when Revelation 20.10 tells us that he will be thrown into the lake of fire. What is our status? We need to ask the Lord to examine us being in a, po- in a position of complete surrender to his sovereignty. We can only do family God's way and not our way. If our way is not God's way, then it is not the way. And we need to acknowledge this and drop it and begin to ask God to give us direction on how we can do family his way. We need to constantly take advantage of a relationship that we have with God, which you can never pay up for. It is free you have a relationship with God and when things are hard in your family you can tell him and you don't have to pay for it we need to take advantage of that relationship that we have with God we need to put our faith family in him, our hope in him, asking him for guidance and direction in the midst of the storm. And as the Bible says, hearing his voice, the sheep that hears his voice in the middle of all and living in obedience, doing his will. And Noah heard him so well that even in the, in the midst of a wicked world, he was so right with God that he got the instructions very carefully on how to build the the ark so that it may save them at a time of destruction. And God was very detailed on every measurement. You know, even the construction of the temple, 10 feet these ways, what feet, and all those details that have been laid there. God has interest with your family and the laying foundation of your family, when you do not know how to, just ask the Lord, and He will give you the measurements how deep you need to go over that situation so that you are able to address the issues that are weakening the foundations of your family. Praise be to God. Buona Sifiwe. Accepting that we are not self-sufficient. Accepting that our part He's not making things work, but allowing God to work out things in our lives. Just acknowledging that he is our father. And he says in verse 25, The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew, and, the, and beat against your house, against your family, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Buona Sifiwe. And so as we conclude, I want to invite us to just a moment of just calling out to the Lord as we look at our families. Beyond your wife and your, or your husband, for those who are married, just look at your siblings, uh, the relationships around your life. It is your family. You can never change it. It is your family. And so the Bible tells us that we seek... Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all everything else will be added unto you. And John fifteen seven says, Remain in me, and my words remain in you. Then ask anything you need in my name, and I will grant it to you. It is easy to love the blessing of God and not to love God. It is easy, brothers and sisters, to want things from God and not to want God. God is calling us to live a life of obedience, a life of seeking him, desiring him more, and surrendering to him. Because that in itself is laying the foundation. And therefore, I want to just invite us, disclose your eyes, think about your family, and whisper a prayer to him. As the worship team comes and sing that song on "Sure Foundation. Or, or you had another one it's okay but i just want us to pray for our families lord jesus Our hearts are raised to you this moment and you can hear those prayers that are being made here. You look at every family whether just recently married or those who are not yet married and are living with their parents, whether with their children, oh God, or with each other as the spouses, Lord. We are not sure how our foundation is, but we are sure of you who is our foundation. We do not even know how to go about raising our children because we are not Sufficient. We are not perfect, but we want to surrender to you because you are our rock and our foundation. Lord, would you come and strengthen our foundation? This hour, this Jehovah God, would you attend to the families that are here? As we look at family month, oh God, would you come and search and examine our families as you strengthen our foundations, oh God. Father, we pray, our Lord and Savior, we ask you that would you come through the many seasons that we have experienced as families, seasons of luck and when we have had, seasons of sicknesses and diseases, seasons of darkness, oh Lord, conflicts in our families, bitterness and anguish, Jehovah God. There are times when we have just wanted to go We, or sometimes we are existing because we are there. Lord, I pray that in those seasons, Lord, would you be, God, to strengthen us and to know that I, <coughs> That as long as we have our foundation on you, our God and our Father, then we will not lose it. Would you give us the strength to withstand the trials and the tribulations of this world? And would you give us the joy to identify the seasons of celebration, the season of your goodness in our families? And Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for the state of the builder. Keep us connected to you each and every time. Give us wisdom, Lord, as we address the issues in our families. would you just attend to us today lord attend to us and our needs Uh, may we all uh, stand for the, the benediction now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory in great joy to the only god our savior through jesus christ our lord be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forevermore amen may the god of peace who raised christ from dead strengthen you and your family the inner being for every good work and may the blessing of god almighty father son and holy spirit rest upon you and dwell with you within you this day and evermore amen and now may the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.